everyone, welcome back to Call to Mothering. I hope that you are having a wonderful week. Um, today I wanted to share with you some things that have been on my heart lately about being a mom. Um, being a mom is difficult and challenging at times uh, because there are so many myths floating around out there about motherhood um, that can trip us up and make us feel guilty. And then we have our own, um, our own thoughts. We put pressure on ourselves by, uh, with the thoughts that we have, um, in all of those thoughts running through our head that condemn us on a regular basis. Um, so we feel like we, we are always second guessing ourselves. We can't ever get anything right. And um, we feel like we can't measure up. Um, so whether you're a mom of a newborn or a teenager, motherhood can be very challenging at times. But when we understand and we believe what God says about our role as mothers, um, we don't feel we won't feel that pressure as much to try to um, attain some impossible and um, unrealistic goal. We won't feel like we have to um, measure up to some impossible standard. So today I want to give you nine encouraging truths about motherhood that will set you free. But before we get into that, please go ahead and subscribe to my channel and also hit the notifications bell to know, so that you know um, anytime I upload a new video. And now let's get to those nine encouraging truths about motherhood. Number one is your children are specifically yours for a reason. In his wisdom, God decided to give you your children for a very specific purpose. And you may not know what that purpose is just yet. Um, there, may, there may be purposes that you're not aware of yet, uh, but he did give you your kids um, on purpose. And you have been deemed worthy to parent and teach and lead your children. Uh, and you have been equipped to do so. So with Jesus, you are enough, you have enough, and you do enough. Number two is God has a unique plan for your family. Um, no matter what the whole world says about parenting and sleeping um, and teaching and education um, and feeding, God alone has um, a unique plan for your family, and you are accountable to him alone, no one else. There are hundreds of books you can read, um, blogs you can read, advice that, uh, that you can get from other people out there, um, hundreds of voice, voices that you can listen to, but um, all of these can end up derailing God's plan for your family um, if you listen to them instead of God. So it's your job to abide in Christ, uh, to be open to the Spirit's leading, um, also to foster a godly environment in your home so that, uh, so that this allows your family to respond to however God is leading you. And this one looks slightly different for every family. And number three is your identity is not tied to your kids. Before you were a mom, your worth came from your identity in Christ, and it still does. 
Um, it's important to remember that you are not just a mom. You are a person with skills and talents, um, unique abilities and purposes, um, and those are all things that God has created you with. Uh, so you want to uh, just keep in mind that you uh, you are still that person. You're the same person, even though it may be buried under some layers of mothering right now. So nurture those unique passions and skills and talents that God has given you, um, things that you were passionate about before having children, and allow yourself time once in a while to just be you apart from your kids. It's a healthy thing for your children to see you um, involved in those passions, um, getting, uh, doing what you were created for uniquely, um, doing what God made you to do, and then that gives them permission to do what God made them to do. Number four is you are a person, not a machine. When God made you, he did not make you because he needed you. He made you uh, for his enjoyment, he made you to worship him, he made you to glorify him through your life. Um, so stop plate spinning and working your fingers to the bone. Uh, let the laundry pile up and the dishes go unwashed sometimes. And take the time to rest so that you remember that God does not need you to keep the, to keep the world rotating. Um, your children feel their own worth too, not by seeing how much you can get done, but, but by how much you believe you are a child of God, um, worthy of rest and play and fun. You are not the glue that holds your family together. You are a member of your family. Um, you play an, a role and an important one, but just one role in your family. And, um, and Jesus is the one who is holding everything together as it says in Colossians 1.17. Number five is Jesus loves your neighbor's family just as much as he loves yours. My family is no more special than anyone else's. Uh, our family's calling is um, no more um, unique um, and bigger and more grand um, than anybody else's, than any other family's. Um, and at first that doesn't sound very encouraging, but um, it is when you realize that the kingdom of heaven is uh, the most important family connection in the kingdom um, is that is spiritual instead of physical. And if free, this frees you up from trying to keep up with the Joneses. Truthfully, we are just one small family unit uh, living in one place among one group of people with the task of loving them well um, and shining out, shining out our light, <clears throat> the light of Christ, to others. We are meant to be part of a much larger family of believers, uh, made, made up of believers from all walks of life. And we are mainly responsible for leaving the footprints of Jesus in the place that uh, God has put us, in the community that he has put us in, not the legacy of our family name. Number six is, it's okay that you have imperfect kids. Children have sinful natures, and contrary to popular belief, they are not extensions of ourselves. It takes time and effort to discipline them, to, uh, to train them, to help them grow in their character, and 
raise them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Um, we are also limited and finite. We are not perfect ourselves. Um, and while we all long to speak just the right words that will reach our children exactly where they are, uh, exactly where they are in life, sometimes our words fail us. And we desire to help them overcome um, <clears throat> negative character traits, but sometimes our children have hard, stubborn hearts. We want to help them handle disappointments and, um, and anger and frustration with grace, and yet our own behaviors sometimes don't reflect those things that, that we are trying to teach our children. Um, and sometimes situations are completely out of our control. Your child didn't come with instructions, but the good news is that you can always go to God. Um, you can pray to him and ask him how to help your child, how to reach that child, because he is the one who created him or her um, in your womb. And, <clears throat> and he knows best um, how that child was created, how, uh, what their passions are, and he knows um, exactly how to reach them. So um, rely on God to parent and be a mom. And it's encouraging to um, also know and believe that the Holy Spirit is working in your children's lives right now. Um, it may not seem that way when we are frustrated with them and they display so many uh, traits that we would like to help them uh, overcome, but um, he is working right now and we may not see that fruit for a while, um, a long while in some cases, but our responsibility is to be faithful. Change is up to God. Number seven is you don't have to love every minute of motherhood. I believe that staying at home with your children is a worthwhile calling. Um, it's a worthwhile endeavor, but um, who loves every minute of everything? Uh, as with all endeavors, mother come, mothering comes with um, good seasons and it comes with difficult seasons. And even if you strive for a positive attitude um, and you continually thank God for his blessings in your life, there, were, there will probably be days when uh, you dream of sipping lemonade on a quiet, solitary beach somewhere. Life will not always be as it is now. Um, we don't know what the future holds, so we can be tempted to despair. But God does hold the future, um, and so we decide to trust him. Uh, that said, I don't believe it's helpful to indulge in daydreams um, uh, of a time when life and, and our kids are perfect. Um, it's counterprodu counterproductive for us to be, uh, for us to dream of days that don't belong in a season um, that we're in right now. And this can lead to a bitter and ungrateful heart. Number eight is mothering is shaped by mission. In the midst of all of our daily tasks, the undercurrent of our life's mission is shaping how we mother. Um, if your life's mission is to acquire every good thing um, for your children and your family, um, everything in this world or that the world deems good, uh, then your mothering will shift to hold your mission. You may work two jobs to get ahead, for instance, um, and shuttle your kids from sitter to sitter if that is your mission. Um, if your life's mission is to rear successful kids, 
who get into the best colleges, um, your mothering will shift to accommodate, um, excuse me, all the schooling and extracurricular activities and volunteer hours it takes to accomplish that. If your life's mission is to point your kids to Jesus and send them out into the world um, as people who love their neighbors um, as themselves and who are um, who put their needs of people above themselves, then your mothering will reflect that. What is your life's mission? Look at how you mother your children. And the final, uh, the final truth is you can do all things through Christ. I can mother my kids day in and day out with all of the, um, the difficulties, all the responsibilities I have um, because his spirit dwells within me and gives me strength. On my own, I am simply inadequate for the task. Um, I don't have enough love or patience or grace to parent my children the way they need me to without daily relying on Christ. When my cup is empty and I'm brim brimming instead with frustration and anger, I need to draw from the wellspring of life. And thankfully, he has more than enough resources to fill my portion. So those were nine encouraging truths about motherhood that will set you free. Thank you so much for watching. And remember, you are not just a mom.